Thanks for joining us on the Failure to Freedom podcast. We will discuss topics of struggles in the workplace, relationships, finances, health, and personal life. The points in time where we've been at our lows and the freedom to fail our way to success. We're all failing, steering our ship in the direction we think leads to land, going head on into every storm life throws our way. This will be a journey unlike any other. We welcome you to join us as we dive deep into the open water that is our freedom. Today, joined with me on this glorious morning is Weston. How are you this morning? I'm doing very well, all things considered, and I'm optimistic for this episode. Our topic is yes to me. And really, that just means you stop putting yourself last, you make decisions, you take ownership. Um, you start living your life for yourself and we'll kick right off and go straight into discussion. Uh, showing up for yourself is where the kind of behavior that puts you last stops. And when you stop doing things for other people that drain you of your energy, of your time, of your resources, you may be called selfish or absent or any other name in the book. I'm sure, Chris, you've been called that from time to time, uh, even being far away from family and friends, whatever it may be, even by your workplace, you can be kind of demonized for taking yourself into account as well. And so I do want to remind you that you are prioritizing your health and showing up for yourself just says, I matter as well. One thing that I like about this topic and one reason why I've been looking forward to this recording is because what yes to me translates to me more often than not anymore is that in the past I've been the type of person to mold myself around other people and I'm learning now that that is a behavior that I developed along the way I'm not sure when it started but I'm noticing it more and more as I get older and what that does is it takes the essence of who you are, your personality, your thoughts, your behaviors, your ideas, your decisions even, and it kind of changes or alters them. Because what I mean by molding around other people is not putting your own best interest in mind first and not looking out for yourself first. And I don't mean that in necessarily a selfish or selfless way per se. But an example of that that I would say is, let's say you were going to make a decision on what you would do on the weekend. Let's say you wanted to be better and you wanted to go to the gym. And then let's also say you're getting ready to go and someone sends you a message or calls you and says, hey, I'm looking to do this and I want you to join me. And you know deep down in the back of your mind, it may not necessarily be something you want to do. And so, if you're molding yourself around other people, rather than staying on your path and saying, you know what, this isn't something I'm trying to do right now. I want to go to the gym. There's plans that I've already made for myself to be with myself to improve myself. You cancel what you originally were saying and originally wanted to do, and you just go along with other people's plans. And that is a bad habit that I've had for a long time. 
But as I stated, I'm starting to get older and I'm starting to be better about that. And actually, it makes me feel better about myself because I'm not putting anything I want on hold for other people. And that is powerful for me. What it means to show up for myself means doing the things that I would do for other people and allowing myself to reap some of those benefits as well. I used to buy meals for people, uh, pick up a tab, be the chauffeur, do the chores, whatever it is. I would do those things. And I realize now as I'm older that I did those things from a, a space of wanting to be accepted. Honestly, even from a space of wanting to be loved, um, whether it be by my own family, friends, my work, whatever it is, I exhausted myself in an attempt to gain some sort of approval, some sort of appreciation. And it really became something that was not healthy. It did change my outlook on some of the relationships that I had with people. And in some instances, it even destroyed them. So showing up for yourself is really about finding who you are instead of allowing that to be something that you are, are chasing. You're allowing that to come to you because you are taking the responsibility, you're taking action, you're taking accountability for yourself and allowing some of those things to be presented to you versus hoping other people will show you the things that you needed all along. And I, I kind of wanted to jump in there because something you said kind of, uh, posed a question for you actually it's uh you know when you get to the point of doing these things for people i think they expect it in some some form or some light so just real quick a question Wes, and have you ever had anyone to where when you stop doing these things for them there was something wrong with you like oh hey you normally do this what's going on so has that happened to you whenever you actually put your foot down and decided i'm not doing this it certainly has uh when i was quite a bit younger I would say fresh out of college. I have an estranged family member. I won't mention them by name or by relationship, but there was almost a smear campaign that was sent to me. And I know for a fact it was sent to all the other members of my family because this is the same thing that had happened to an older individual in my family who had kind of taken the initiative to work on their own life. And they moved away and and the bashing from somebody who was supposed to be 100% for me was catastrophic. I would not wish that upon anybody. I had my character smeared. I had my intentions smeared. Um, when I moved out of state, uh, there were rumors that I was a drug addict, which is entirely false. But because I'm not there to defend myself that was the easiest thing to do. And people would actually believe it because my absence meant that there must be something wrong. I was always the person who was punctual and I still am. I was always the person who would do anything for anybody and I still am. But those things were brought into question because my presence was not there. And so even for the younger members of my family who I tried to be a good role model for, they really did their best to brainwash them and give them this false idea that I didn't even care about them anymore. And so when you do say yes to me, there still are consequences and there still is growth that is involved. But I, I do promise you it gets better. 
even if that means it gets very difficult at times. Well, and the the sad thing about what you just explained is this this isn't the first instance where I've heard of something like this go, happening. Obviously, it shouldn't happen. There's no reason for it. I mean, there's really nothing that comes from being negative. There's nothing that comes from spreading toxicity. And I mean, that's that's usually what it boils down to. And I think sometimes people just might have a hard time accepting the reality of some people's decisions and choices. I'm not entirely sure how certain things affect different people, because I can only speak for myself. But I do know there's an abundance of perspectives out there. I know that there's an abundance of personality types. I know that there's an abundance of decisions people make. I'm not saying that all of those are right or wrong, but maybe a perspective that we don't really dive or dial into is other people are seeing they need to be yes for me, but it's to an extreme amount to where they're not willing to do anything for anyone else. And so it's kind of in that same vein of there's givers and there's takers, right? I'm sure everyone listening have seen their fair share of people that are very giving and people that are just willing to take, 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 take without filling back up the bucket. These are actually things that I think in my daily life and it, it's it's kind of behaviors that I'm trying to avoid because in life, we're all trying to grow. We're all trying to improve, have self-development, hopefully. I'm not sure if some people just aren't willing to go down that path of self-development, or maybe they're just to the point to where either they don't recognize the behavior or it's something that they've always done. So it's just inherently something that's part of their character. What I would say is just keep moving forward. Try and be positive. Don't let it affect you in the way of saying yes to yourself and don't let it influence you. And that's a good point that you bring up too as well, because yes to me also says yes to my own personal healing. And that is a responsibility for only yourself. I mean, other people will benefit from you being a healthy, growth-oriented, responsible individual, but really you are the one that gets the impact of that. And it is something that is crucial for us to heal, but we also need to learn to ask for as well as accept help because we all need it from time to time. And being somebody who grew up as the person who did the helping and who did it for reasons of seeking love and validation and acceptance, I have had to work harder in my adult life, and I'm still working hard at it now, to be able to ask for help as well as accept it. And sometimes people even offer it. I don't even have to ask for it, but I feel awkward about it. I feel off about accepting help because I'm like, well, times are challenging for me, but I know other people need it more than me. There's got to be other people that need it more than me. So it's almost a weird state of denial to a point of the the level of self-reliance is deceiving in a way because you're like, well, I don't need anybody else. I don't need to have a therapist or a counselor or somebody to talk to. Um, I don't need help to get my job done or the workload or the chores or whatever it is. But the fact of the matter is you might, and it might not be today, but even the strongest people get taken out by matters of endurance. I mean, you could do something for 60 years. Eventually, you will still need to retire from that. So learning how to do that now 
really kind of builds your network. It builds your social skills. It builds confidence. It also lets you trust people. It lets you have good, strong, foundational relationships and friendships with people that you wouldn't have had otherwise. You had brought up in a previous episode that whatever struggles or whatever challenges you're going through, you just prefer to have people let you go through it. Like, I believe you said, if I'm facing challenges, if I'm facing failures, if I'm facing some type of hardship, just, you know, cast me out to sea and leave me there because I want to get over it on my own time and in my own way. And I understand that that may sound from like a third party perspective that may sound much. But at the same time, I think it does build character and it makes it to where you are able to accomplish more than you thought you did. But at the same time, there are certain things in life that I believe that you need help with. There are certain periods of time that you need someone there with you. And that's part of what we're trying to do here as well, because I know Wes and I've talked with you multiple times about this, but I'm sure there's people out there right now. They may be listening. They may not be listening, but they may be going through something to where they actually do need that help. And there's just nobody around and there's nothing available for them to where they have that option. So in a sense, it's them needing to figure out a solution on their own without having that option or that freedom to possibly get help. And I mean, that's kind of a tough situation too. I've been in that boat a few times in my life. I have to say it wasn't ideal. I did get through it. I learned some things. I developed some new skills. But at the same time, sometimes it just feels nice to have that person or that situation or that time in your life where you say, you know, this is pretty bad or this seems like uh, something I won't be able to get over. But I do have this secondary option over here if I really need it, if I need to fall back on it. And I'm not really the type of person to have like a plan B or have like a safety net per se. But I will say that it does relieve a bit of stress. It, it makes it seem like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to solve this now, but I do have options, right? And we talked on a previous episode about having too many options is actually something that I believe increases anxiety, whereas maybe having one or two additional options in a situation where it's good to have those relieves some of that anxiety. I do have to say, when it comes down to trying to help people, saying yes to me also means that I want to have good character. I want to be there for people if they need help. For example, it could be something as simple as holding a door open for someone that is disabled or is having a hard time getting through it. That is something that I choose to do because it doesn't really put me out at all. And also... It makes me feel good. It makes me feel fulfilled that I was able to help someone in their day. And like we've said in the past, you don't really know how that's going to affect someone's day or someone's life. And I think in instances like that, it gives them hope. Another example is there was one time that this guy's truck, for whatever reason, just died on the street and he had to get it pushed off so that he wasn't blocking traffic. Without skipping a beat, I just ran over and I was the first person to help him try and push it off the road. And those are types of things that I don't even think about. It's just things that I do. People may see that and say, oh, well, you know, this guy's one of those people that's just really good at helping people. He's like really caring and kind and compassionate and generous. So I can see in a certain light how people might take advantage of that. But at the same time, 
I'm getting to a point in life where if it's something that I'm not willing to do, I'm just not going to. And if it is something that I'm willing to do, I'm doing it because I care, not because I'm expecting anything. And so I would say just keep that in mind as well. If you are one of those people that does things just for better character, do them for yourself. Don't expect anything in return. And that's the best way to be fulfilled. That's a very good point that you bring up too, because when you do say yes to yourself, uh, especially if it's in the midst of family dysfunction or personal or professional fields, it is too easy to become bitter as a result. And we've talked about balance on the podcast before where I'm too giving, but I won't accept anything. Well, also, don't be so focused on yourself that you lose the parts of you that make you a, a decent human being. It is very important to pull yourself back from any portion of imbalance. You know, do stand up for yourself. Do prioritize the things that are necessary to give you rest and excitement in your life. But at the same time, really look into how you're treating other people when you are developing that part of self-respect and independence and reliability and accountability. Look at that and say, all right, have I become somebody who's just not enjoyable to be around anymore? And if that's the case, what can I do to remedy that? Just like you said, you're, you're doing things now for somebody else from a space that's not looking for validation or acceptance or a reward or acknowledgement. You're doing them just because that's what you believe is the right thing to do. And I think if we all did that, the world would be a much better place. And I'm not saying nobody does that, but I will always say that there is always room for more of that. And so especially when you, you face some discomfort and things coming from all angles, when you do say yes to yourself, don't lose the part of you that makes you a good person. You know what that is. Don't let other people define that for you. Really work on developing that more as you build your respect for yourself. One of the things that I did want to bring up as part of the topic of our discussion here is I'm going to throw out kind of an analogy. It may be a bit crazy, but I think of things that I do in a sense, just in the real world as different universes. It's almost like a story to me. You know, you get to the part in the story where there's a decision that can be made. Depending on what your decision is going to be, we'll choose the outcome of the story moving forward. Well, I play that into a perspective of as there are different universes. And I don't mean like actively. What I mean by a different universe is depending on what your decision is, there is an equal opportunity for someone else to be doing the complete opposite. So, to be more elaborate, to explain what I mean is, if you're the person that's doing the good deeds, if you're the one that's generous, if you're the one that's caring, kind, honest, good person, good character, always doing the right thing, you have to believe that there's a universe out there where there's other people doing the complete opposite. They're taking advantage of people, they're negative, they're liars, whatever the case may be, narcissistic. So, one of the unspoken rules of my character that I like to live by is always trying to do the right thing, 
even if it may not be something that you entirely can do. And what I mean by that is if doing the right thing means helping someone else financially, if you're not in a position to do that, I'm not saying that you should completely help them because if it puts you out, then you're in a bad situation at that point. What I mean is think of all the people in all the situations where negative things happen. You know, people are spreading toxicity and just always think about that and think, you know, I may not have everything I want. I may not be in the best place in life, but if I can just spread some type of positivity, if I can create my own personal universe positive and leave a good mark in history, even if I'm the only one that knows it at the time, then that's going to increase the chance that other people will do the same as well. Because Another thing we talked about previously is if someone sees you do something like kind for someone, for example, like picking up papers that maybe someone dropped, that person might be like, oh, that's pretty nice. I should do something nice for someone today. And you'll see this a lot when you go to like maybe a drive through for fast food or coffee. And then you get up to the window after you ordered and someone says at the register, oh, the person in front of you already paid. And... I mean, in a sense, that's just them trying to be nice, trying to do a good deed, trying to feel good, you know, because that type of thing brings fulfillment. And so that might incline you to say, oh, well, that was nice of them. I should pay for the car behind me. And so that's kind of what I mean by it spreads. And that's why I'm saying say yes to me also means kind of spreading positivity. And if it's something that's not going to completely put you out, just try and think that this good thing that I'm doing might spread on to other people like wildfire. I also think that we tend to make life harder than it has to be sometimes. Sometimes that's consciously, sometimes that's subconsciously. And chances are you, like myself, like Chris, everybody has different stresses and anxieties that get in the way of being able to show up for yourself. And we subconsciously find ways to sabotage our daily life. And if we take an honest look at how we spend our time each day, we might be able to resolve some of those things that really make it more difficult than it needs to be. Uh, If you are honest, if you analyze yourself, does your daily life involve complaining or blaming other people? Are you avoiding something, whether it's chores or work or going home and being with somebody that you don't enjoy just for the sake of being with someone. That's a problem as well. What words do you say to other people in your daily life? What words do you say to yourself and your thoughts? Do you make smart and healthy decisions when you've been confronted with the notion that they may not be good for you? How are you maintaining your personal and business relationships? Are you taking action towards something that you want in your life? Are you doing what you need to do in order to receive what you want in life? Because if we're being honest with ourselves, you don't have to say it to me. You don't have to say it to Chris. But if you look in the mirror, you may realize that you're not doing the things for you that you should be doing. You may realize that you're not uh, watering your own grass, so to speak. And I think that if you were to write it down and remove anything that doesn't add up to your definition of success in your life, That's how you quit making it hard. Make your own decisions and be your most authentic and genuine self. One thing I also wanted to touch on is 
saying yes to me also means, at least to me, doing something that you would love to do, but you were maybe afraid that other people would judge what you're doing, or maybe other people would say, oh, I don't agree with what you're doing. So an example of that would be, I really enjoy singing, I really enjoy dancing, but I used to be the person that was like, I'm embarrassed to sing in front of people, I'm embarrassed to dance around people, like I don't want to make a fool of myself. But saying yes to me also means, at least for myself, you know, doing those things because I enjoy them, because we only live once, you know, we don't know how much time we have. It it, it really is just kind of a in-my-own-head type of thing of, well... I really shouldn't be embarrassed about expressing myself. I may look silly. I may look ridiculous, like with dancing, and I may not sound the best when singing, but they're things that I enjoy. So I shouldn't hold back with myself on things that I want to do just because I'm afraid other people won't accept me. And I think that's really a headspace that a lot of people get when they're trying to express who they really are. They think, I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be liked. I'm not going to be loved. You know, I'm going to be shunned. I'm going to be canceled. All these different things. And I think it's just kind of the world that maybe we grew up in or maybe the experiences that we saw that made us think like, okay, this happened to this person. So if I express myself this way, maybe I won't be accepted. And I think it's getting better. But I also think it's kind of like we're in our own heads type of thing. So what I would say is, you know, saying yes to me for anyone listening, you should never be afraid or stop yourself from expressing yourself how you want to, because this is your life. You know, this this is yours and you should be able to live it in freedom with how you want to and how you want to express yourself. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's the definition of a non-negotiable. That's something that you determined is solely for you and you do it periodically without missing a beat. And not only does that give you something to look forward to, but it removes the requirement to look for acceptance or validation. And so going out and dancing and having a good time, not caring what anybody has to say or think about it because you're not doing it for them, you're doing it for you. That is something that is saying yes to you. You have decided that that matters to you. It's something that exhilarates you or gives you a reason to get up and move on to the next day because that's at the end of the week. And I'm I'm excited that you have that. I'm glad that you have that. And I hope that you consider it a special treat that you give yourself simply for being you, not that you had to do anything for it, but because you deserve it. And that kind of goes straight into investing in yourself, because when you have that non-negotiable, could be becoming a better cook, uh, reading a new book, going skydiving, doesn't matter. If you are engaged in your life, then that's a life worth living. It's not a life wasted. And I have felt behind plenty of times in my life, like I hadn't accomplished enough, that I hadn't done enough, whatever it was. Based on other people my age, I feel like I'm just behind in a lot of areas in my life. But if you are doing something to keep yourself curious, uh, to keep yourself learning and evolving, that is not behind at all. It's just a different path. And when you say yes to me, you're also saying yes to following your path. So anything that anybody else has to say, they don't walk the same path that you walk. And at times it's going to be 
lonely. At times you're going to be made fun of. At times you're not going to be accepted. But that's where it's crucial to say, I'm not doing this for any of those things. I'm simply doing it for me to give me a life that I'm proud of, to give me a life that I want to live. Well, one thing that excites me, Weston, about this episode specifically is kind of talking about enjoying dancing and enjoying singing. Obviously, other people are going to have different interests, but I did want to speak about a recent experience that I went through, and it really got me thinking, and it really made me step back and say, wow, I can't believe this actually happened. So, I went to an event around Halloween, and... There was just some really good music playing. There were live bands. Well, not bands. It was more like DJs playing music. But I just went there and I said, you know what? I like this music. I'm just going to dance. And something crazy happened because whenever I left the afraid of being judged and afraid of looking ridiculous at the door, something, something wild actually happened. Throughout the night, periodically, people would approach me and just start talking to me. And I made several friends that night when I went dancing and it, it really got me thinking like, huh, whenever I went out and I actually enjoyed myself and I did something for myself, I said yes to me and I didn't care who was watching. You know, I didn't care what people thought. People were gravitating towards me. And that's another really important thing that I wanted to mention is if you express yourself the way that you are. If you participate in events and things that you enjoy doing, there will be other like-minded people that will naturally get pulled towards you. In the past, I may have been the type of person to prevent myself from being in certain situations or meeting certain people. But I did notice that whenever I went out, did things for myself, had a good time, there were people that saw that and they were like, man, I want to be like that guy. I want to be around that guy. I want to know that guy. And so that actually allowed me to meet some really interesting people. Another thing that I wanted to bring up outside of that situation is I know we're in the technology age. Anytime I'm going around town or, you know, I'm just taking a walk, there could be like 10 people, 100 people, thousands of people just looking down at their device. I mean, it's kind of our culture now, and I understand that. But saying yes to me also means. Hey, that person over there, I don't, I don't know what it is about them. I want to talk to them. I want to get to know them. So maybe you're noticing behavior in other people where you're being gravitated towards them. And what I would say for yes to me also is, I know we're in the technology age, but don't let that stop you from having a genuine interaction with someone. Even if you think you're going to approach them and they're going to say, oh, I'm busy, leave me alone. You know, I'm not trying to talk right now. Don't let that stop you from taking a chance because you never know if that chance is going to come up again. That also leads into stepping outside of your comfort zone. And that is important as well because there may be experiences that mold you into the person you're supposed to be that if you hadn't stepped outside of your comfort zone, you would be less than. So if you're just starting out saying yes to me, my final words on this topic would be to set a goal, something achievable, then achieve it, see how it feels, and repeat the process, and then do set your own bar, push yourself out of your own comfort zone. Because let me tell you, you do not want other people to do that for you. You don't want other people making your decisions. That is the absence of freedom. And this builds self-esteem and confidence when you become more independent, 
So just start by setting something small. And it could be going dancing. It could be cooking a meal when you don't consider yourself a very good cook. It could be anything. It could be just reading a book from start to finish in 30 days. Whatever it is, do something that instills confidence in you. Les Brown says you should always surround yourself with OQP. What is OQP? Only quality people. So one more thing I wanted to say when it comes to yes to me. If people aren't gravitating towards you when you make a decision for yourself, if you're really enjoying yourself and doing what you want to do, and people are judging you, people don't agree with your decision, that person isn't supposed to be around you. And the people that are quality people will find you. We'd like to thank you for joining us today with this episode of the Failure to Freedom podcast. Remember, whether you're listening to us from the States or internationally, we deliver weekly episodes to our website and other streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you have ideas of topics you'd like us to discuss, or if you'd like to be a guest, sign up for our email newsletter on our website. Failtosale.com It's been a pleasure, guys. And until next time, say yes to me and happy sailing.